Hello, everyone, and welcome to this B2B Marketing Podcast. My name is Dave Rowlands, and I'm the editor at B2B Marketing, and I'm joined today by Charlie Nicholson, who's head of planning at Really B2B. Now, what we're here to talk about today is Really B2B's campaign for Kettle Irish Foods, which is part of the Linden Food Group. Now, this campaign won gold for best use of customer insight at the B2B Marketing Awards 2020, which was held in uh, November last year. So what we really want to talk about today is, you know, what were the challenges um, the the client was facing in this campaign? How did Really B2B overcome these challenges? And ultimately, why did Really B2B win gold? So without further ado, Charlie, could you please just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more information um, about who you are? Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks a lot. So um, so like Dave says, I'm Charlie. I'm head of planning at Really B2B, which basically means that... um, we look after the strategy side when we've got new prospects coming in and working out what we think is the right fit of our product services for what their need is and matching it to that and then continuing to work with them when actually they become clients of us. So we're constantly bringing in all the new innovations and everything we're doing for our clients and giving them the best service possible. So let's jump into it, shall we? So Charlie, I've got first question for you on the Kettle Irish Foods campaign. Can you just give us an overview about you know what the campaign for Kettle was? You know what was Kettle trying to achieve in the first place? You know what challenges were they were they facing from the outset? Yeah, sure. So it all started back in 2017. Uh, Guinness were trying to grow their share of the food market and agreed a partnership with the Linden Food Group, which is the owner of Kettle Irish Foods, the brand. Um, they agreed the partnership that they could be the solo licensee of Guinness Burgers. So Linden and decided to use their premium brand, Kettle, to push that product to market. But after about two years, they'd had little to no success and not been able to prioritize it as a project with their account managers because they were very time poor. And frankly, they simply didn't have the evidence to justify a buyer taking on the new product, especially given there was a slightly restricted perceived target of a Guinness drinker. Um, So they needed to make a decision, basically, whether they were going to continue to invest in this product or cut their losses. And that's when Maurice, the MD of Kettle, got in touch with us. He knew about us and knew that we pride ourselves on our candor so he could trust us to give him a frank answer on whether or not they should proceed with this. And so we went away, reviewed their challenge and the market, and we felt there was an opportunity for them, created our framework to give it one last try. And I guess the rest is history. Fair enough. So, I mean, obviously the, the campaign, it, it won gold for best use of customer insight at the B2B Marketing Awards. So can you give us a little bit more detail about how you gathered and, and used customer insight to help deliver this campaign? Yeah, well, I mean, needless to say, all our campaigns are founded on research and insight. And whilst every client and every campaign is different, the principles are the same. And we're looking for the insights to inform the key, four key pillars of Who's the target they're going after? What's the optimum message we need to deliver to that target? What's the right channel mix to communicate it through? And when? What was different about this campaign is the level of insight we needed to create that optimum message. So firstly, we did persona research. Kettle were very clear on who they needed to target. It was buyers. Buyers in wholesalers, retailers, pubs and catering. So we worked with them to form a persona doc for these different buyers, conducting desk research, interviews, personality profiling disc research into them. This enabled us to understand their pain points 
and what tone and content we needed to justify them listing a new product. And it highlighted an opportunity in that they always, these buyers always were tasked to expand and improve on their offering, but it came with the standout challenge that they were required to show evidence that there was enough demand for the product to justify the distribution. So a classic catch-22, if you like, of MPD. So we just realized that we needed to gather this evidence. And in order to do so, we conducted a huge quantitative survey of over a thousand consumers, asking them about their perception of the product, likelihood to purchase it in different situations, and of course their demographics, and importantly, how often they drink Guinness, which enabled us to quantify the demand by region, demographic, and affinity to Guinness. So spoiler alert, but the results spoke for themselves, showing there was huge demand for the product at 83% overall, even amongst non-Guinness drinkers. Um, but our insight didn't stop there. We actually gathered their expectations on where they would be able to buy it. And with the majority of our respondents name-checking the key target lists, we now had the evidence we needed. And this was it. This was the silver bullet of insight Kettle had been looking for. Next, we just needed to package it up and land it with our target. Brilliant. And if, if any of our listeners are wondering, I, I urge you to have a look at the campaign. Um, it's no wonder the you know they have done well. I mean, the, the food looks great. So I will say that. Um, and so with all that in mind, Charlie, you know, what tactics and strategies did really B2B employ to help Kettle overcome these challenges and achieve those goals? So this is where our account director, Claire Rhodes, and her team and our in-house studio really came into their own. Given the time-poor nature of the audience, we knew we needed a multi-channel campaign with a clear and consistent delivery of this insight. And using our proprietary access to data providers, we knew the exact person to talk to in each target. The overarching campaign we landed on was the world's first, which tapped into that buyer objective I talked about to improve and expand on their offering. And we created an infographic with the key insights from the consumer survey, built a landing page to host it, and used a call to action of arranging a tasting session. Again, this was leaning on the insight that tasting the product is key to realizing its quality. So we then drove our target to this page through multiple channels. We had an in-depth multi-funnel email campaign, copy written, built and sent by us, a high quality direct mail campaign, which we designed, created and dispatched, and a social campaign, which again was managed by us. All of this was supported by our dedicated telemarketing resource. So in short, over a short period of time, our use of multiple channels and concise messaging guaranteed we were able to land these killer insights with our target. Sure. So you've obviously given us a little bit of information about what the campaign, you know, consisted of, you know, what you're trying to sell, the challenges they were facing. Um, so just kind of bringing it full circle, what results did Kettle Irish Food see? Are there any clear metrics you can share that demonstrate the success of the campaign? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we hang our hats on our ability to report and show return on investment. And at the outset of this, we agreed a target of 18 marketing qualified leads and nine appointments. We actually landed 40 marketing qualified leads and 35 appointments, so beating our appointment target by 389%. But what's more is the quality of these appointments. Kettle are now in conversations with the likes of Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, Iceland, as well as multiple wholesalers and pub chains. In all, the pipeline is worth over £3 million, which yields a very significant ROI versus the cost of our activity. And importantly, leaves Maurice in no doubt about the potential of the product going forward. Okay, so a, a hugely successful campaign then. I mean, you don't need me to tell you that, listening to all the um, all those results you've just listed. So 
with that in mind, it's obviously a hugely su- successful campaign, um, and you'll obviously have tons of other work in future for for numerous clients. So, what learnings have you taken from that campaign uh, that you think you'll apply to future campaigns? Um, so. As I said at the beginning, we pride ourselves on our candor, and that's key. Our confidence to be completely on, honest with our clients is the reason we have the faith of some of the biggest brands who know we'll tell it to them straight. With regard to the campaign, we always bang the drum of how essential insight is, and this campaign was no exception. Our ability to rapidly uncover and deliver such significant insights was the foundation this needed. But the execution was spot on as well. A testament to our studio and account team and the relationship they created with Maurice and his team. And our best campaigns are when we perfectly mirror the needs of the client. So this campaign showed our ability to bring a previously unproven product to market in a very short space of time. And with a proven methodology, we're now excited to be doing much more of the same. Brilliant. Great news. Um, just before we really wrap things up, has anyone got any final thoughts, anything you would say to our audience while, you, while you've got them? You know, there's no pressure here, just anything you, you might kind of say that anything that they can take away from these two campaigns. I mean, obviously, they've done enormously well. Yeah. What advice would you have, do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, like we say, it's it's all about the insight, starting with the insight and making sure that you've got the foundations in place and then actually considering the channels that you're going to use to execute and just making sure it always leads back to that insight. You're saying the same messages that you really need to land with them. Um, but the, the biggest takeaway, frankly, is if anyone's got any questions or anything they want to ask about this, do just drop us a note. Come on the Really B2B website or I'm Charlie Nicholson. Find me on LinkedIn and send us a message and we're happy to have a conversation about any of this with any of you. Brilliant. Well, I'm sure they'll be glad to hear that. I'm sure your uh, inbox will be filling up any any minute now. Um, okay, guys. Well, thank you very much. Um, just you know, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you for taking the time to take part in this podcast, and thank you to our audience. Um, anyone listening, I will say the podcast is available on our website, of course, um, but there will be also be a full write up of it. In addition to this, if you want to learn more about these case studies, really look at the information, get it all all written down in front of you for uh, for reference. If you head to the case studies section of our site, you'll find it all there alongside all the other winners at our recent award shows. So my name is Dave Rowlands. I'm the editor at B2B Marketing. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Charlie. Hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.